This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Today's episode of The Score is brought to you by Fastback Groups, and we are fortunate enough to have a Fastback endorsee and female, Bethany Schaffer, on The Score. Bethany is an active team roper and breakaway roper. She's currently competing in the WPRA PRCA Pro Rodeo, and when she's not on the rodeo trail, she's picking up a head rope and competing at World Series of Team Ropings. She is a great roper in her own right. She's won so many World Series qualifiers. She's recently just won a few pro rodeos. She's very quick with the rope. She also tied the college national finals arena record just this year in 2021 with a 1.6 second run. Bethany is a great horse trainer. She's trained a few breakaway ropers that have gone on to uh, to be very successful for other people and rides great horses herself. She is always mounted. Uh, on this episode, she talks all about that. She talks about her hauling partners her mental aspect, uh, what it's been like being on the pro rodeo road, because that is fairly new for breakaway ropers, and so much more. And don't forget, this episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. We'll tell you more about Fastback at the commercial. Well, hey, Bethany, how's it going? Oh, it's good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, I hear you are in Big Timber, Montana right now. Um What's, yes, what's happening there? Oh, we're up tonight in the Perth and over here. So we've been hanging out, um, waiting to rope one tonight. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. So, uh, and obviously you're on the trail in the breakaway roping, uh, the pro rodeo breakaway roping. Um, how has that been for you? Um, is it a complete game changer for, for, for you as a roper? Or, you know, tell me how it's been on the road. Um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I go a lot with my sister, Abby, uh, Schaffner and Aaron Johnson. And I, there's not, I mean, it's, I couldn't really ask for anyone better to go with We mm-hmm. all, you know, push each other and get along and stuff. So I don't, I mean, it's for sure a game changer, just being out here and driving as far as we, we drive to run one and stuff. Uh, mentally, I think, um, it's important for all of us, you know, to stay focused and whatnot yeah yeah and you mentioned you're traveling obviously with your sister but you're traveling with the world champion Erin Johnson um tell me about that you know kind of she's she's been there and done that in her career uh what's it like rodeoing with Erin and you know how does she kind of help you are there any tips or tricks she kind of tells you yeah I don't really think I could do it without her um just you know not I don't have to, I don't think experience things like the hard way, like some, you know, Mm -hmm. I, she kind of is there and helps me with, you know, the entering and how I need to enter and where I need to go and that sort of thing. And, and mentally, you know, she's, it's, it's easy for, you know, her to be there and have the confidence, which sometimes gets low, you know, when things aren't going good and she's there to push and tell you know tell me it's to you know keep going and Mm -hmm. it'll work out so yeah definitely definitely well uh 
you know, I want to take a step back um, and just kind of like just so our our listeners and everyone know who who Bethany is, you know. How did you get into roping? I know you're a great team roper and a breakaway roper in your own right. Um, kind of, you know, growing up, where'd you get started? Have you always roped? You know, was it in your family? Uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about your background. Um, so I haven't always roped. My parents, um, we junior rodeoed and and things like that. Ran barrels as little girls, me and my sister both, and then. Um, I didn't start, I wanted to start roping around 13. Um, I had called Eddie Nieto and asked him because he would give lessons, you know, in my hometown. And I called him and wanted to start roping. And I, I started team roping, my sister and I. And um, after that, a couple years went by team roping. And then I kind of got into the breakaway when I was 16 or 17. Um, Glenn Ezell was one of the first people to start. Mm-hmm. To start that, I uh, went. I didn't have my own setup at my parents' house, so we, my sister and I, were we were driving. You know, however much roping we could get in, we were headed that way. Um, so, but Glenizel, um is what started the calf roping, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of took off from there. We junior rodeoed, and um, I didn't rodeo junior high, um, just like the smaller ones, and then high school come around and I started, you know, entering the rope in the team rope and in the breakaway in high school. And then it kind of took off really when I started college rodeoing is when I felt like my roping kind of excelled and, mm-hmm. and took off, um, there. But. Gotcha. Gotcha. And are you still in college now? I am. I have one year left in my master's program and then I am done with college. Gotcha. So where uh, where are you going to college, and what you know? State. What are you getting your degree in? Right, I am going to New Mexico State in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and I am getting my master's in ag economics. Gotcha. So, and I know it's you know we've had people in the team roping industry, kind of you know they majority go to high school and then don't want to you know don't necessarily want to go to college and get a degree. They just want to rodeo, um, and I haven't, I've, there's a few girls I know that have kind of gone that path as well. You know, your sites, how important is it to get a degree um, going in, and especially being a pro rodeo athlete? Education was always important in my family. Um, my mom's a pharmacist and my dad's an engineer, and I didn't really feel like college was an option for mm-hmm. my family, um, you know, but... I feel like, in, especially today, it's important because, I mean, you can go a lot of ways with certain things, especially the degree I'm in. There's a lot of options to go to, you know, if you need to. And I don't feel, you know, it's like today, I don't, you, you won't really get stuck somewhere mm-hmm. that you, you know. So I feel like uh, education is important. And it's not, I mean, it's possible to college rodeo, pro rodeo, and be in school. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of younger people out there that don't feel like they can do, you know, all three, but it, it can be done. These priorities are important, I I guess. Yeah, definitely. No, I th- I think it's good. I mean, obviously, I've gotten my four-year degree, and I, th- I think it's something that people, you know, once rodeo's done, if you can't compete anymore, you know, you at least have something to fall back on once you're done. Right. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I want to take a step into your team roping. Um, 
life. And you've been such a phenomenal roper. I know you've won so many World Series qualifiers. Um, tell me, you know, tell me about that, kind of excelling in the heading. Um, I've always liked heading more than really. Like, it's my favorite. And I feel like that's where I'm most comfortable, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, um, is my heading. And I just, I get to rope a lot at the all-girls with my sister, Abby. Mm-hmm. And there's not, it's pretty hard to be you know getting to head for girls like her and those girls that heal real good I mean it's it's a fun event to be able to go and compete with with those girls and not always against them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but my head and it's slowed down a lot this year just because the breakaway's gotten so big and I uh I don't, the only horse I have now is my little yellow horse, Dulce, and um, he's really good to head on, too, mm-hmm. but with all the breakaway going on right now on him, I haven't been, I haven't been heading near as much as I, I like or, or have before. Gotcha, gotcha. So what, uh, and I know, obviously, you're breakawaying on Dulce, um, what, uh, what do you like in a head horse? size i think really um there's a lot of little horses that have the ability to be you know big time head horses but i think it really takes a toll on them when they're not quite big enough to take that many runs back to back um and just their mind i think it's important in the team open because there's so many different setups you know where we go to a world series and it's not ride versus you know you go somewhere for the men, like the BFI, where it's a big score, and being able to have a horse that can kind of do do all of it is mm-hmm. is hard to find, I think. But it's in their mind, and a lot of the times I've learned, I get, I guess that you know, when a horse has the right mind, it's it's pretty hard to beat when they're willing to do yeah that much. Yeah, you know exactly, um, and. Also, speaking of the heading, I know, like you said, you haven't really been team roping as much uh, right now. But what is, you know, when you were going pretty hard, what is something you constantly were working on? And were you excelling at the at the competitive level with what you were working on in the practice pen? Um, I'm going to have to say that my riding um, the last year is really what I was focused on. I had a bad habit of, of letting a head horse duck every now and then. And mm-hmm. I was really focused on trying to, you know, give my partners the best opportunities they could have too by, by handling every single one, you know, just right. And, and doing that, um, I think I needed, you know, I needed to work on my riding and being able to push one up when I needed to and rope at the same time for me was, was difficult to, you know, focus on making a good run, but also being correct and riding. Mm-hmm. Uh, my horse right was, something I for sure had to work on the last year pretty hard. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, that goes into the breakaway as well. I mean, you have to be riding your horse right um, to make sure they don't cheat you or anything. So that's definitely crucial in all events. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of that crossover um, into the breakaway, what a... like I said, you're you're great. I know you at the college finals you tied the arena record this year with the one six. You were recently just a one six, um, at a pro rodeo. Kinda, you know, what 
how do you do it? What What's the secret? <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I don't really think there's a big secret. It's, <laughs> it's kind of your, your body, you know, we train for that kind of stuff in the practice then, so it's, it's no different. Our bodies are trained to do mm-hmm. what we're preparing ourselves to do, and when you go in the breakaway box, I mean, it's kind of just, I, you know, it's all muscle memory, I would say, but. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so speaking of that yellow horse as well, um, in the breakaway, what do you like with that horse in the breakaway so well? His mind. He's Mm -hmm. probably one of the best minded horses I've really ever been on. I mean, I could take him to a world series and head 20 series and come back and run one Mm -hmm. in Cheyenne and he'll sit there and, you know, he's not, he's, and that's why, you know, I, I, that's why I said earlier that I thought it was so important their mind just because you can you don't have to worry so much he doesn't get hot he's he's real laid back Mm -hmm. and if I feel like I can focus more on myself and my job and and not worry so much about him and how I need to ride him in the box or or how I'm going to get the right start or or anything like that yeah no that's definitely crucial um and I've noticed I mean you've You've trained a lot of really good breakaway horses. I know that paint, uh, steak sauce that you rode. Yes, ma'am. Um, and then you trained Beasley, who Hope Thompson bought, and then she just sold to, I believe, Taylor Munsell, if I'm not... Uh... I-, I believe Whitney Thurman, right? Oh, Whitney you. Thurman, that's who it was. Yes, I... ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, what, uh, what goes into the training process and having such success with it? Um, I patience and just kind of getting a feel and not rushing anything you know any of those horses into anything it took me a while before I felt confident to haul that paint horse um that we called steak sauce Mm -hmm. you know I I just I feel like a lot of people now they start them and they 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 feel like they're ready and they take them too soon and I almost feel like that can ruin one just as fast as you know you started one and and having a good horse to start with you know, is always it makes it a lot easier. And I was, I was blessed with Steak Sauce and Beasley. They were, I mean, they wanted to be naturally just good in the breakaway for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if I could take credit for those two. They, they wanted to be, you know. <laughs> and there's a lot of horses out there that, that do want to be that good. Yeah. No, exactly. Based out of Granbury, Texas, Fastback Ropes recently released their new rope, the Cure which is a nylon four strand with purple polycore construction. It's small, light, and performs well in all weather conditions. For every cure sold, $1 will be donated to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Also, on this episode, Bethany Schnaufer tells you all about her favorite ropes. The Ultimate Four is a small and snappy nylon poly blend. Headers love the smooth and quick feel of this rope. The Excalibur is a nylon poly blend with core construction. This bestseller is medium in diameter and weight. Bethany is an active breakaway roper, so she swings the Athena which is a four-strand breakaway rope with purple-dyed polycore. This tough and durable rope stands up in all conditions and gives a snappy finish and close. If you're interested in ordering a set of Fastback Head, Heel, or Breakaway Ropes, get online at FastbackRopes.com and order yours today. In the, you know, going in in the pro rodeos for the breakaway roping, what is something that you're working on? Or something that you have to keep reminding yourself to to keep keep entering and keep going. I know it's it's you can't win them all. What unfortunately sometimes you can, but 
my traveling partners are huge on that. Mm-hmm. They, we all kind of push each other when it's a little bit hard to, you know, enter the next one when entry's open. Mm-hmm. Just, just knowing that we all three get to go, you know, to these rodeos and have this opportunity is something that you know has never really happened before. And just the fact that we're all able, mm-hmm. really, to start. I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't aren't able to come out here and be in Montana, you know, and, and drive this far. So mm-hmm. I telling myself that, you know, I'm able to be out here and, and do what I can is I think something that motivates me the most. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what do you do? You know, it's hard. You guys don't really get to practice a whole lot being out on the road. And that's, I feel like that's a complete game changer. Um, what are you doing to stay sharp with your roping? Um, well, we roped the dummy quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obvious. I mean, something we can work on while everybody's on the road is just mm-hmm. roping the dummy. But just believing that you can be, you know, even when you're down and don't feel like you have gotten to practice and be sharp, just believing that you can and you can do it is a big part of it. And so I would say, you know, be mental and not not let, letting yourself get down about your roping and, and, mm-hmm. and not worrying about not getting to practice or not fixing something before the next one and just kind of believing that that you can do it without, you know, practicing and such. Definitely. Definitely. And what's a, you know, what is something in the breakaway? I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, but what's something directly in the breakaway with your roping that you are focusing on, um, you know, every run? Um, my start. Mm-hmm. I know, I mean, in the breakaway for sure, your start sets everything up. I mean, if you're a little bit late, it's, it costs you quite a bit. And, and how fast the breakaway gets these days it's hard to break it or be off of it at all. So, I mean, it's, I've, I've really been trying to really just focus on my start because I feel like if I, if I can get a good start and get up and everything is, is, I guess you could say timed, right. Mm-hmm. It, I feel it's just set up better from there. And, and, you know, you have a better chance of getting your job done. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously the start is very crucial, uh, in the breakaway um it completely sets up your whole run so um and you know i know obviously you said aaron johnson's a big big support system in your in your life for roping and everything um are there any other like professionals out there that you kind of watch their styles or kind of talk to and get some tips or help from mm, i try and really watch everybody i think mm-hmm. somebody can learn a lot from watching several people and getting to watch Jackie and Larry D and Hope and Kelsey and those girls, I mean, it pushes you too because they hardly ever make mistakes and, and getting to watch them too and getting to travel with somebody like Aaron. Mm-hmm. I, it, I feel like I, I learned quite a bit just from watching that many, you know, good, good girl ropers. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, right now you're 35th in the standings. Um, how, you know, how are you feeling with that? And where, you know, what are you going to do moving forward, entering for the rest of the season? Um, 
I wasn't super motivated, to be honest, mm-hmm. before Lewistown. And after Lewistown, it kind of bumps me a little bit of a ways. And I, Aaron, we and Aaron had had a talk, and she said, Bethany, if you just keep pushing and keep trying and, you know, doing your job, you're going to place and you're going to win more like Lewistown that pays, you know, pretty decent. And you're not that far right now I, before Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. kicks in obviously i wasn't too i'm not too far behind from 15th and if i can just get keep pushing and just try is really all i can do and just hope you know that i can do my job mm-hmm. at where's left so yeah no definitely i feel i mean that's not the most ideal spot but you still have a good chance um with how many rodeos are left so that's I mean, yeah, exactly. As long as you just keep pushing, you you definitely can give yourself a huge chance right there. Right, and that's all I can do is just, just do, you know, do yeah. what I can. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And uh, do you, I mean, being out on the road so different, what, uh, what do you guys do as a group? Like, how's the driving? How's, how, you know, are you seeing all the new sites? What do you guys do on your downtime? Um, <laughs> we're kind of a pretty fun rig to be with Abby, my sister, and Erin. We kind of all are pretty relaxed, and, we, I mean, we like to go, and if we have time, see see some sites or mm-hmm. go, you know, hiking maybe or see some a, a couple things. And Or Erin's a big shopper, so <laughs> <laughs> we go shopping quite often if we have the time. Mm-hmm. But during on the drives, really, we all kind of just – hang out really listen to some good stuff and build a build a friendship really Mm -hmm. so who drives the most (laughs) um i don't know they're probably gonna get mad if i say me (laughs) so i'm gonna have to say abby or erin it's really hard though we all try to be pretty fair and Mm -hmm. even it out pretty pretty close yeah has there been uh, any like funny moments or scary moments on the road uh, I always like I love hearing those stories because I feel like there's quite a few mm, I yes <laughs> <laughs> there's been probably more funny ones than there has real scary mm-hmm. um, our trailer did sink in the ground today though the jack <laughs> yeah. sunk all the way through the ground so that was exciting <laughs> um, we've gone through two trucks one was leaking oil, so we left it at home and Ugh. picked up another one, and it's leaking coolant. But I think that's just part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of stories to tell, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's, which it's funny. I feel like there's been a lot of truck issues this this summer that I've heard of. Mm, right. I I agree. There has been a yeah. couple of truck issues. I don't, I don't know what's going on, and that's very unfortunate because that's obviously how everyone's going to get everywhere. Trailers don't right. just drive themselves. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh, my These God. trucks just aren't made like they used to, I guess. Yeah, I know. you got to go get an old, like, 2009 <laughs> or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what has been your favorite rodeo so far? Oh, that's a tough one. There's a lot of really, really good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's hard to be Cheyenne just because it, it was just happened, you know, mm-hmm. and the feeling of, of us breakaway ropers getting to 
compete at that rodeo with equal equal money was something that you know that was new for a lot of us and just the people the fans and the whole the whole committee you know just the way they they care and they want it to be that good and so it's i i don't know <laughs> and uh you know, what uh, i know there's a lot more left what are what's the rodeo you're looking forward to the most um That's a good question. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones left. There is a lot. I'm kind of wanting to get in the ring and kind of just be excited about all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's not bad. I feel like, you know, at least you're getting out there. You're getting to go do what you love. So that's, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. And a lot of these rodeos, too, we, you know, us, we haven't, I've never been to. So I, I'm just pumped to get to go. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I, you know, I want to talk about it, too. I know, like, jackpots. I feel like the breakaway roping jackpots, and I could be wrong, I feel like they're kind of not as big as they used to be because... Right, there's dang the sure not, sure not as many. You know, I don't think... I think a lot of producers are seeing how, how much everybody's gone, and there's really not enough time in between everything to get a big, big turnout, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like it. they're not quite as big. Or and there's there's not really a lot of people having as many either. Yeah, yeah, that's what I really wanted to talk about that because I've I've noticed that. I mean, I personally I don't think I've been to a breakaway jackpot in a very long time. Um, and I don't I don't even rodeo as much as all of you guys. So, uh, it's just it's crazy because it you know a couple years ago that was the big thing. All the everyone was going to all the you know the Rafterell jackpots and. The three star, which the three star is still huge, and you know all mm -hmm. those big gropings, and now everyone's out on the road, so it's it's totally different. It is totally different. I don't. There's a lot of girls that I think, especially this year, that are rodeoing over jackpots, and and mm -hmm. will skip a jackpot, you know, to to get to rodeo and to mm -hmm. go to to go to as many as they can. Especially getting now close to the end there's gonna be a lot of girls that are gonna try to go to for sure as many as they can mm -hmm. you know yeah definitely so do you like the rodeo run <clears throat> better than the three or four header um no i'm i'm more a jackpotter because i especially in the breakaway it's hard to make any sort of like like i said earlier to make any sort of mistake Mm -hmm. And maybe say, but be off the barrier at a rodeo and still win anything. Where I feel like at a jackpot, it's not as, I mean, it's still extremely tough with the girls these days, but I feel you can kind of make up for, for some time and, and try to still win a little bit. Where at a rodeo, if you're dang sure not near perfect, it's hard. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, and, and speaking of three star, I just remembered you also are a champion of the three star uh, previously, so that yes, you yeah. you are a very solid jackpot roper as well as a <laughs> one header. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how little things just pop up randomly and you remember them. Right, yep, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know we got to talk about it because this podcast is brought to you by Fastback Ropes, which you are a or you are sponsored by them. Um. Let's kind of break down what's the what's your favorite head rope from Fastback? Um, it depends on where I'm at and kind of, you know, I don't know. The Ultimate 4, mm -hmm. extra, extra soft is pretty hard to beat. 
Um, but the Excalibur Extra Soft, too, is also one of my favorites. It depends. Like on a hotter day, I'll use the Excalibur. Mm-hmm. And if it's a little bit chilly outside, I'll use the Ultimate 4. But they both are really, really good ropes. So it's hard to. Gotcha. Like, how do you, you know, how do, what do they feel like? How's the body of them? Um, to me, I feel like the Ultimate 4 is just a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit, has a little a little more of a snap, I, I guess you could say, to it, uh-huh. where the Excalibur is is a lot, like, smoother. It's not as quick, maybe, and has a, a little bit more of a feel, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it's hard. They, they, they both do feel pretty good, so. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, uh, what about, you know, what about the breakaway rope? What what are you liking right now? I'm using their Athena. Mm-hmm. Um, they're size 10 and extra soft. Um, I switched to those just because I felt like I could feel, um, you know, the weight in my pinky and my tip. And I felt like I, I could control it a little bit um, better than maybe a softer edge just because the core, I, I thought, maybe had had something to do with that, you know. And I, I'm... I'm one to swing a little bit heavier of a rope, and uh-huh. those, those you don't have to have one too too stiff to kind of get that heavier type of a feel. Yeah, so it's obviously not 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 as stiff as a head rope, but it's still right. longer enough to where you can control it, and it's not heavy in your yes, hand. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. What uh? What would you you know? What size or lay would you recommend for like? women coming into the sport or little girls and they're not sure which rope or which size to get um i started you know when i was little with a four strand just like a nine Mm -hmm. and just to get a feel of swinging a rope and and building your arm muscles and stuff it's hard to go straight to you know a 10-2 or 10-5 or even a 10 for a lot of people it's hard because that that arm muscle is not built up and you know they don't have the strength for that so Really starting at a nine for, yep. you know, beginners or little girls would, would be a good a good starting spot. Yeah, no, that's great. I know uh, we get a lot of people, you know, messaging and asking, what rope should we start with? You know, they're all new into the sport. And so it's good to get insights from, from girls that have been doing it for a long time. Um, right. So that'd be good. And you talked about building muscle. Do you do any sort of workout or anything to help keep keep that strength or keep you strong? Um, I used to play a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, through high school, I played basketball. And then in college, I used to work out quite a bit my freshman and sophomore year. And then I kind of just got to where I roped so much. I, mm-hmm. I hardly didn't go, you know, to a gym or anything. But I do feel like roping a dummy and and trying to be real accurate on a dummy helps build mm-hmm. you know or strengthen or or just maintain those muscles that are needed but i i do think that it it is important for to have some some strength in your arm mm-hmm. to get you know to get your rope where you need it and and that sort of thing yeah no 100% it's definitely in it you know it's definitely muscle memory as well um in the sport Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, uh, 
for little girls or women or even men coming up into the team roping and the breakaway roping, what is what is a piece of advice that you could give them? Um, just if if you feel like you can, and you know, some things are hard to to believe that you can, but if you work hard enough and want it bad enough, it's it's possible and it's it's you know dreams for little girls may seem you know hard to to get to and stuff but it's not it's not impossible Mm -hmm. definitely definitely that's awesome i love that a lot yeah definitely if if you want it bad enough get your butt out there and do it (laughs) it'll be there for sure if you want it bad enough it can happen yeah definitely awesome well Bethany, I so appreciate you being on this episode with me. Thank you for taking the time to answer the phone. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Bethany, for taking the time to chat with me. I hope you guys got your trailer unstuck from the mud in Montana. Um... And I hope you guys have a great rest of your pro rodeo season and win lots of money. Thank you for taking the time to chat and tell everyone about the Fastback Ropes you love. Don't forget, you guys, this episode is brought to you by Fastback Ropes. You can, you can check out their ropes at fastbackropes.com. And don't forget, leave us a rating and review. We do look at those, and we love to see what you guys love, what you guys want more of, who you guys want on the score. We're trying to dip into all aspects of team roping and now breakaway roping. So let us know.